Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the H&K Show. Coming to you today is Monday, April the 13th, 2020. The title of my show today is uh, The Day After Easter. And before I get into uh, <clears throat> my topics today, I would like to apologize to all my listeners that uh, may be listening on uh, other platforms other than Spotify and Anchor. I have been adding music in, and duh me, I didn't know that uh, until the other day that the music only came through on Spotify and Anchor. Anchor is apparently, I guess they sponsor Spotify, so that's why we, uh, you'll hear the music that I put in and plug in, the intro and the outro music. Uh, on those platforms. The other platforms, it'll just go straight into my podcast. But I always uh, sort of, I want to try to give credit to the uh, to the uh, songs and artists that uh, I'm using. Uh, just something I want to do. So if you hear me say, hey, that was a great song by whomever, you can hear it on Anchor and Spotify. And I would like to say that uh, I am on other platforms right now. Uh, finally opened me up, and uh, I am now, you can tune in to me and listen to my podcast on Google Podcast, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and today they've just opened me up on Overcast. So thank you, Anchor. I appreciate that. And, uh, Hopefully, I can get this podcast kicked off and going, and uh, hopefully it'll go somewhere. I want to do do things that uh, most people will be interested in, and uh, I would love to get this to be a little bigger eventually, but right now, just getting my feet wet and seeing where it goes. This is my fifth episode, so we'll see. I'm trying to do at least one every week hope everybody likes it if you like what you hear please let me know give me some messages let me know if you like it if you don't like it what's your opinions i don't care criticisms whatever give them to me all right without further ado let's get into today's show <clears throat> today is the day after easter as we all know uh yesterday in the christian religion which i am a christian uh it was the resurrection it's when Christ rose and took his seat at the Father's side. And things that are going on now has brought a lot of things to light, I think, for a lot of people. And it, it just lets us know that God's still in charge no matter what we think. We can think we're the man or woman of steel. All in all, God is the highest king. He is he is the redeemer. He's he's everything. Uh nothing happens on this earth without him. And some people may not believe that. That's your right and your freedom in this great country of the United States, which I have loved for years. My forty nine years on this earth. I've lived right here in the United States no better place to be and it can stay that way we can keep it that way 
<clears throat> we just we we just need to uh quit taking things laying down and uh like I said, we give all glory to God and everything else falls into place. That's that's the bottom line. Bottom line. But uh yes. So I hope everybody had a wonderful Easter yesterday. I know this was it was a very weird Easter to have to uh people would go to church, go to their Easter services or weren't able to do that. Uh People get together with families, have Easter dinners, Easter egg hunts, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, a lot of change had to be made. And, and it was even stranger, a lot of our local churches around my area, uh, <clears throat> they're having like parking lot services on Sundays. And uh, a lot of those folks had to uh, end up doing their services on uh saturday because we had bad increment weather coming in which was storms that actually started out in texas i believe and it worked its way east uh they were really calling called it pretty pretty accurately this time we're calling for some major major weather and I haven't talked a lot about uh, exactly where I live, but uh, I'm coming to you out of the upstate of South Carolina. Uh, and we had a, an EF tornado, EF3 tornado, that touched down uh, about 3.30ish this morning uh, in a town just next to uh, Seneca, South Carolina. Uh, 160 mile per hour winds sustained uh and it was a deadly tornado it uh it claimed one life as i know of right now it's been confirmed uh and unfortunately uh it this happened at uh at an automotive plant this you know right down the road from us borg warner and uh, it claimed a life to the security guard. Uh, it's a bad situation, but with the uh, COVID-19 coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> with that going around and, and a lot of the places being on, uh, on furloughs and leaves due to this, not many people I don't think other than the security guard, maybe a few contractors were actually on site it decimated this plant. I mean, it's just, there's no other way to uh, really put it. it. It it looks like it totally destroyed this plant from the pictures that I've seen. I haven't been down in Seneca uh, to assess the damage because there is a lot of, of power lines down. There's a lot of trees that are down on houses. Uh, a lot of people are gonna be displaced tonight uh today this morning uh due to this storm uh <clears throat> it's my sister lives in seneca and thankfully here we go back to what my point was on my first point of uh god still in charge thankfully the row of houses that she lives in 
and I think there was like a trailer park up above her was untouched. Their houses were untouched. A few minor damages to some of the houses, I think. A few shingles maybe ripped off. But mainly just debris in their yard, things like that. But they're all alive, and we're so thankful for that. Thankful for everybody uh, that's, that's out helping all the uh, emergency workers. Please uh, give way to them. You know, that, that's the main thing. When anything like this happens, we have a lot of times people want to try to be uh, be uh, rubberneckers, onlookers. I used to work in rescue years ago, and I can't tell you how many times we would go to a call and people would follow us. They would follow the ambulances, the fire trucks, whatnot, just to get to the, to the scene to see what happened. And please, people, this is when we have situations like this and in, in a, a mass uh, tornado type situation that we had last night in Seneca, you're going to have a lot of danger, a lot of dangerous things around, a lot of danger in that area. And you could hinder the workers from getting to somebody to save their lives. So remember that when something happens and, and try to have common sense, be respectful. Go home. Do not follow any kind of rescue vehicles to where they're going. Now, for the volunteers that want to come in and help, by all means, you know, get with the proper people. Uh, find out who's organizing groups to go in to do different things. Because I know there's going to be a lot of people with that doesn't have chainsaws and shovels, stuff like that, to, to probably clean out and clean off their properties and and get their homes back to uh, back to a normal state. Uh, Definitely seen a lot of pictures today on Facebook that uh, people have taken in their areas where they lived at in Seneca and have been a lot, a lot of people that have lost their homes. Uh, like I said, it's very devastating about the plant. Uh, I work at uh, the U.S. engine valve plant just up the road from them. We're automotive as well, so you know it kind of hits home for me pretty hard. Uh, have a lot of lot of friends, a lot of people that I knew that uh, have recently, over the past few years, uh, have uh, left our plant and went to work for Boardwater, and uh, our hearts go out of them tonight. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. Don't know what their plans are going to be. Uh, I hope that uh, they'll be able to rebuild, but. As we all know, sometimes when things like this happens, of course, you know, business has to go on. So customers will, they will need their needs net met. Excuse me, can't talk tonight. But uh, uh, I'm sure they'll have to. Uh, the products that they make will have to go to other plants in the uh, Borg Warner uh, companies, and they may decide not to build back. I'm not sure. I, like I said, I, we hope that they will because they are a big part of Oconee County and a big part of our uh, our community, and uh, that that brings a lot of jobs into our area for people. So hopefully they'll be able to rebuild. So please, everybody, if you listen to my podcast, please pray for them for for everybody in in the Seneca community. Uh, I think the tornado may have jumped around a little bit, went into easily, caused some damage, uh, but I think the Seneca area was the one that got hit the hardest.
I know it was it was a very very bad thing because you know, uh, my wife woke me up with the power popping going off at about 3:30 this morning, and we looked out, went outside, and it 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 sounded like a train. I mean, it really did, even up here where I'm at, and I'm probably 10 miles, 15 miles from from the Seneca area. So, you know, just where we were at, just the way the wind sounded, it, it was extremely warm. The conditions were all completely favorable and right for a tornado to come in. So it could have hit any of us at any time. So, like I said, please, you know, just pray for everybody and uh, hope everybody finds a place to uh, go with family and friends, hotels, wherever it needs to be. I think the Red Cross is handling lot of it from uh, what uh, the press conference that I was listening to a little bit ago uh, uh, the governor and uh, emergency preparedness advisor I think looked like they were uh, the Red Cross is going to handle a lot of it up here in Oconee get these people placed in the correct uh, locations where they need to be where they'll be safe uh, we're still having high winds up here. I mean, it's been very windy all day, so that, that hinders a lot of the work going on, especially like the electrical work. Those guys, I know, are having very difficult times trying to get all these power poles put back up and the grid. I think there's still about 90,000 people out of power in this area. Uh, I know they, they've got our power back on uh, in in record time, I would I would say I mean it was probably around ten o'clock ish I think when ours came back on and like I said it went off at three thirty so I just can't imagine I know a lot of the people with this coronavirus going on of course people have uh, bought up different things to put in their freezers and and in their refrigerators food and that's one thing that I hope that uh. uh Governor McMaster will address in uh, the emergency preparedness. And uh, I know he did come survey the area today and he did declare it a state of emergency. So hopefully that will put in place that, that some of the people can, you know, like for food and things, will be able to be reimbursed for that. Because, I mean, people are spending, just because this is one on and this is locked our country down, people have spent I know thousands of dollars just alone. I, we were at the grocery store the other day and, and the little girl at the cashier, she told us, she said, I've never in my life checked out $700 worth of groceries and said she had done it that day and the day before, I think it was around five or $600. So people are buying massive amounts of grocery items to be able to stay at home and not get out because everybody is so we're running so scared the media has got us so scared that we can't even get out and most all our businesses even our our, our local businesses that we get our groceries and uh, things that are, are they're really buckling down big time now and, and really some of the places like the Walmart is barely letting anybody go in and I think we it's probably because you have your regular people that love to stay at Walmart and hang in Walmart. That's their life. So, of course, they're going to stay in there and, and lag around and look for things that they didn't even need. So that bad apple, as we always have heard in the basket, has, has pretty much spoiled for everybody. 
So now they're they're restrict on and just limiting just a very few people to go into their stores. So you know, hopefully, I'm hoping in a few weeks we can get this thing over with because it, it's it's really it's getting to the point where our country needs to open back up. We need to get back into our regular routines, get back to where we need to be. But all in all, you know, like I said, uh, family is and is a big thing that everybody needs to be thinking about. You know, if there's somebody that's out there that you hadn't hadn't called and and talked to in a while, and family can be anybody. It can be your friends. I mean, a lot of times. Your own family members may not be that close with you. You might have a friend that that's real close. I had, I had people that that I work with that you know. I'm thankful that I know I can depend on a lot of those those guys that that they were texting me and sending me messages like crazy this morning. Are you you guys okay? I mean, it, it was just it's overwhelming to 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 have people to actually you know care enough about you to be able to. They're concerned that, to see if you're okay or not. And we were unscathed. I mean, thankfully, good Lord, he spared us. And, you know, I had my garden got tore up more than anything. But, heck, with that garden, I can do that. I can redo that any any day, anything. <laughs> that's that's no problem. But, you know, other than that, no trees. Thankfully, we're down in our area, a few limbs. Stuff like that. There's a few trees in, up in our area that actually, you know, blew over. But in my little community... We pretty much were unscathed from it. I think it it, it kind of took a narrow path through Seneca, really, and just and, and decimated a lot of a lot of homes and and businesses. So, like I said, just please be be thinking about that. Uh, just make sure if there's somebody that you you know you want to call and, and hey, just want to check on you. Uh, just thinking about you. Go ahead and do that tonight. Don't wait for tomorrow because. We never know what what tomorrow is going to bring. Okay, let's see. Uh, I said I wasn't going to do anything about this, but this COVID nineteen has disrupted our lives so much that it's hard. I know everybody, myself included, is really getting tired of hearing about this, and and you know, I, no, I'm still on the fence about it. it I think there's going to be some things that come out eventually that uh, it's going to be an eye opener. Uh, seen several several reports, several videos of people that have done a lot of research on this, and you know when they start out with a a model saying there's going to be millions of people that die from this, you know, a month ago, and then they backed it off to 100 to 200,000. And now, you know, they're saying, well, it's probably like it's going to be under 60,000. I mean, it, things are just not adding up. And I think people are sort of, their eyes are starting to open. They've got our country on lockdown, and I don't think it would have been as necessary as, as they're trying to say it would have been. Uh, I'm, I'm just not sure what the really the whole premise is behind it i got some ideas uh but you know it's one thing that really bothers me is we have this dr fauci that uh 
Dollar Research found out he's on the board of directors at uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. If you don't know anything about Bill Gates and what he's promoting, no, he's just not the computer guy anymore. You need to look into this. Look into it very closely. There's been countries that have kicked his, kicked him out. I'll hold my tongue back. They have kicked him and his wife and his foundations out because they ended up killing more people than they did any good. And he is about depopulation. Look it up. He wants everybody to take vaccines. And these vaccines are not helping us. They're killing us. And then before anything else, we need to be realizing that we don't need these vaccines. Our bodies, God set us up for our bodies to be able to fight off these deadly diseases that we have. We've got to let it do its job. When we introduce all kinds of antibiotics into our body, one, we get immune. Our body doesn't use the antibodies anymore for good. It, it, all these viruses and stuff, that's how they decimate us is because we don't have the bacteria in our bodies that we need to be able to, uh, to fight things off like the common colds and flus, which this COVID-19 is. It's a flu. It's a strain of the coronavirus strain. It's deadly, yes. The flu is deadly. The plain flu that you hear about every year claims so many lives and we never hear a word about it. This I can't understand. So please think about this. Like I said, look into it. Look at Bill Gates, see what he's doing. I think it'll shock you to hear some of the things he's wanting to do. And depopulation is his main goal. His father was working towards this years ago when he was the head over Planned Parenthood. If you look, the majority of times, probably 90% of all those sites for the Planned Parenthood was in poor black communities. Now, if that's not, if that doesn't get you right there, nothing will. These folks weren't able to afford anything. They were down on their luck, looking for work, wanting jobs, doing things like that, and this is where they go to. They wanted to depopulate the population of the black people more than anything. So think about that. I, I just don't understand why we have let somebody like Bill Gates become such a, a uh, what, the, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, an, a big icon in, in the government to be able to be telling us, where, where did he get his medical degree? Where did he come up with, uh, you know, did he stay at a, a, a Holiday Inn or something or what? You know, I don't, I don't know what you think about it, but do a little research into that, please. I, I want everybody, anything I say on this podcast, you know, don't believe me, go and check it out yourself, please. That way you know the details. Hopefully you will. That's the reason I bring up things like this, because I want people to be as educated as they can, because we're going to need to be that way. We can't just sit back and be lazy, fat Americans like we've been for so many years. 
we can't let the government take care of us because nothing is free and we've got to pay the piper at some point in time so remember that pay me now or pay me later but we're going to be paying we need to open our eyes stand up and see what's going on all right i've been giving everybody a uh an update on the coronavirus of what the CDC has been putting out. Uh, kind of don't know whether I believe them or not because they're a big vaccine uh, patent place as well. They love the vaccines as well. So as you can see, I'm not a big proponent of the vaccine. Uh, I've never taken the flu shot. Don't plan on taking it. And I'm not taking this uh, vaccine that's coming up for this COVID-19. They're wanting to mark us to see the ones that take it and the ones that don't. It's going to get to the point, open your eyes, that's what I'm talking about. It's going to get to the point to where we're not even going to be able to travel from county to county. Because they're going to have checkpoints. And you're going to have to be able to have that mark. Hmm, sounds like mark of the beast. Yes, I believe it is. I think what's going on now is a very big eye-opener of what's happening to this world. So please, everybody, be thinking about that. All right, let me tell you what the uh, total case rates uh, for the COVID-19 uh, to date in the United States is 554,849 people have supposedly tested positive for it. Now, I've heard a lot of the uh, deaths that are going on. I've been hearing a lot of uh, information that kind of sounds like that they're just telling uh, these doctors to code these death certificates as people having COVID-19 because I think they're, they're getting nervous now because their numbers are not adding up. This is supposed to be, last week and this week, supposed to be the deadliest weeks of this virus. But I don't think they're getting the numbers that they want. Think about that, folks. They're not getting the numbers that they think they need. So what do they do? They're trying to, if you go in and, and you have a heart attack, nothing related to the COVID-19. They're telling the doctors to code it as that. If you're dying of natural causes of stuff, car wreck, anything like that, they're telling them to code it for the COVID-19, so it will look like you died of that. Think about that. Look it up. Do your research. Don't believe me. It's out there. Look it up and see what you think. Total deaths. 21,942 people have died from this. I need to check on this, but I think just since the regular flu started, probably Novemberish time frame last year, I think there was uh, over 17,000 deaths just from just from the flu itself. So this this flu is not that far off from that. So think about that. State I live in, South Carolina. For anybody that's uh, that lives in South Carolina, just curious of what uh, our case rate is and deaths. Uh, they're reporting that we've had 3,439 cases. 87 of those were deaths. I think a lot of it's coming from our elderly community. 
like I said, those those folks are not able to fight off the flus as, as readily as the younger folks. But, you know, like I said, I think a lot's going to come out of this later on, uh, but we'll see. We're going to see what our new normal is. I think the rest of this year uh, is going to be a very, very telltale of, of differences and different things. Life's not going to be normal like we have known it, folks. Getting up, getting your normal cup of coffee, shower, getting ready to go to work and going into work, uh, going into your office, sitting down, going to your your machine lines in your department, so that things are going to change. Things are changing, and it's gonna it's not going to be for a good. It's going to be for the bad. So think about this, and please think about. Uh, all this is going on with uh, limitations and, and things like that. It's, it's resembling a socialist country big time. So remember that when you go to the polls, too. We do not want somebody that is of the ideology of socialism like Bernie Sanders, which, thank goodness, has dropped out, even though I thought he would have been a better candidate for the Democrats than Sleepy Joe don't think Joe Biden's going to be your winner. and He's not your dark horse, as you'd probably call him. Uh, I think he's a lame duck big time. <laughs> uh, the man can't even finish a sentence, can't even stay on topic of anything. Starts one topic, changes, and goes to another. He's he's weird. He's, poor man, he's out there. I mean, I, I think he's, he's past what he needs to be and we do not need that as a president folks think about this please just just for spite or whatever to get donald trump out you need to think about this donald trump's not the best choice i agree with you there but i can tell you one thing he is a businessman and he's running this country like a business and that's what we need we need to get this country back like it used to be we need to take pride in our country again all these stimulus checks that are coming out. Think about that when you're making purchases. Let's try to make it at local businesses, made in America businesses. We want to support the folks that are making stuff here in America. We don't want to support China anymore. China has drained us dry. They have bled us to death. And we need to think about that. This is something that we can't keep going on with. Our country is... It's, you know, we import more than we export anything, and that's ridiculous. We used to make so many different things, and I'm not going to get on that. I'm, I'm getting on a rant now, so I want to go ahead and end this up because I, I told you guys I don't want to uh, make a big, long podcast that people probably don't want to sit and listen to for hours on end, but hopefully, eventually, you know, this will turn in. I'm hoping it will turn into something a little bit bigger, like a radio show. I don't know. We'll see. It's cool how you guys like it. You got to start listening to it. I'm hoping everybody will start pick up, picking it up and, and uh, giving it a listen. And uh, I'm hoping I'm improving each one. And uh, if I'm not, like I said, at the first of the show, please let me know. Please give me uh, your comments. I don't care if it's good or bad. Either way, that'll be fine. I'll take it, and I'll take the criticism, and I'll try to make it better and try to improve. I want to show that everybody will like. So give me your thoughts. Give me what you're thinking. 
And definitely what you're thinking on this. This is probably one of my longest podcasts. And I actually scripted some of it. Believe it or not, I sat down and scripted it. I was more nervous to do this one that I scripted than I have been the others. The impromptus. Huh. Funny. Usually impromptu is going to make more people nervous. <laughs> I'm weird that way, I guess. But anyway, thank you everybody for listening tonight. I hope everybody stays safe. I hope everybody has a good evening. Uh, like I said, please keep uh, our folks, all the folks that are affected by these tornadoes from Texas on over here to South Carolina, uh, keep them in your thoughts, keep them in your prayers, any kind of help you can give them, please do. Uh, just want to thank everybody uh, for listening. Like I said, I'm on several different uh, platforms now. Please tune in to your favorite platform, whichever one it is. Uh, give it a listen. See what you think. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. And thank you for listening to the H&K Show.